so what do you think about this? Let me ask you. Like, <clears throat> in a day and age when Hollywood is obviously just like recycling after recycling, because we're out of ideas. Because we're out, exactly. That's why District Nine was so good. It was you fantastic. Had, oh my gosh! Well, I've liked, I liked all three of his movies. Neil Blumpkin. See, I haven't had a chance to see Chappie yet, but the trailer for that looks really Chappie good. Chappie was also more of just like this crazy emotional ride. And you okay. can tell how much that guy loves South Africa. Dear yeah. God. Yeah. Well, he's from South Africa. Yeah. Well, Cha- Chappie um, technically is happening in Australia. I don't know. Oh, no. Yeah, it was South Africa. I never saw Australia. Yeah. No, but it, it is South Africa. You're right. Um, but no, Chappie was insane. What is his name? I always call him it's, Neil Blumkamp. It's Neil Blumkamp or something. Blumkamp. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Well, but um, Chappie was so good because you see this guy wants to put life into a robot and, you know, think and grow for itself. Data. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, which is, you're like, oh, okay, that's cool. It's a cool idea. But then it makes you think, like, past to other movies, I robot and things like that. You're like, oh, kind of a copy. But it wasn't because in the movie, Chappie has to, he, found, he finds out he only has a few days to live. Because oh, it, don't spoil it for me. I'm not spoiling. This isn't spoiling it. Yeah, that was a big ass spoiler. Right there. It's it's told to you right in the bi- in the in the beginning of the movie. That's so spoiler. relax. Spoiler alert, guys. Danny's upset. Oh. But anyways, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's not a spoiler. <laughs> but anyways, so then Chappie, it, it is he's like trying. His, his owner's trying to teach him not to commit crime and kill. So you're like, oh, this is like regular life. You mm-hmm. don't commit crimes. You don't kill. But. Uh, Ninja, which is actually the Diant word rapper, which I thought was awesome. They used them in the movie. It was really cool because mm-hmm. the roles fit really good. Um, he was like, he, he needed to commit a crime to get himself out of a situation. So he wanted to use Chappie. And then he told Chappie, look, I can help you live if you help me commit this crime. So that's the plot of the movie. So now Chappie is like, okay, I have to, I have to live, so I have to commit this crime. Hmm. But you start to forgive Chappie throughout the movie because you want him to be good, but you don't forgive the criminals. But they're just doing crime to live. See, that's so good. Like w- that's when I first, a really when good I first, emotional. Like, oh, it's up. a robot yeah. movie and stuff like that. But see, that's character driven. That's it's that's insane. living. You it's have great. emotions for some an inanimate object, yeah. and it know? makes and you think. Good. Makes you think. I care for Chappie so much, even though he's going to commit these crimes, so he can continue living. But what about Yolandi and Ninja, the two criminals who are just trying to live and get away from these mobsters and commit crime to make money and get away? Why don't we care for them? You right. know what I mean? It, yeah. it makes you you're mixed up about your feelings. Why do I want Chappie to be good? Because one of them's more extreme than the other one. The other one's like, I will die in you know a week. It, yeah, similar, but it's also a similar life. But that's it's, the only reason why people are like. Yeah, yeah but it still makes you up. It's like, oh, that person should deserve to die, but Chappie shouldn't. They, well, Chappie's doing the same thing they are. Right, right. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah, so it's a really. I good. love, and that's what you're saying. Like original stories, I think yes, you're right. Like original stories aren't around today. I, I, I sorry, that was a little tangent. But District Nine was a great. Yeah. yeah, no, that's awesome because I agree. That was a great movie. But what I was going to say was <clears throat> in an era when creativity as far as um, what stories the you know are going to be told are kind of decided by huge studio execs that are not going to take a risk. In the same way that video games are becoming like every year there's a new Assassin's Creed, every year there's a Call of Duty, like they're not going to take a risk. Mm. Movies are kind of in the same boat. That's why they keep coming out with sequels because they're like it's guaranteed moneymaker. I would. What do you think about the the idea that the the saving grace on how we might get an infusion of maybe originality is in some of these unknown directors, rather than going back to we're going back to the pool of Hollywood ideas and the pool of Hollywood directors, yeah, hiring these little indies like Colin Trevorrow, James Gunn, 
to try and at least give a little bit of new life into it. What do you think about that? I like that. I like that because, mm-hmm. again, I like how you say, like, the same gene pool. Like, they keep reaching back in. They're going to get the same exact thing. That's why That's why when, you know, Chris Nolan first came out yeah. with his movie The Follow, The Following. Have you guys seen that? It's on Netflix. It's, it's a black and white movie, and it's about a guy – Literally just following people not, around. Not It Follows, right? No. Dear <laughs> God, is, no. Is, is It Follows the sequel to No. <laughs> Hopefully. It might be. This is like an undertone thing. No, yeah. I don't think so. And then he came out with Memento, which mm. a movie that runs backwards. It literally, it's a, a movie that runs backwards. Yeah. And he was a little unknown. Yeah. And they gave him that movie. And, and then all of a sudden he's making, you know, the top movies in the world now with the Dark Knight trilogy and then The Prestige and then Inception mm-hmm. and Interstellar. They're they're doing really good. I think that's a really good idea because I think when you're when you're in Hollywood for too long, when these directors are just in it too long, they get into this rut. And if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I, I love that that saying. But it, something's broken in Hollywood right now where they just keep going back. But now they're reaching these directors that, in order to make these small movies like Safety Not Guaranteed, like Memento, like you know these smaller ones. I'm sorry, James Gunn did Terriers. Was he one on, on or was Colin point? Trevorrow that did Terriers? One of them did Terriers. Okay, but know. anyways, because you have small budgets, you have to make characters and you have to make story and you have to make these things larger than life because it's hard to break it into Hollywood because of all these things. So you have to make it and you have to execute it well. So when you go to an indie director who actually like I I need to make something like this small little thing out of nothing, kind of like Chopped, like the show Chopped, like here is um a banana. Uh, a piece of meat and a rubber tire, and yeah. you have to make a, a meal kind of thing. They have so small budgets well, that they have to make it big. So that's why they, they delve into characters. And hold on one sec. This is my last point. Yeah. Yes, there's no such thing as an original idea anymore, but there is such a thing as original characters. You can delve into people's characters. You can delve into people's past. You can delve into where they're going. And that's more original. You don't have to have an original story. Put a different character in that same situation, totally different story now. Mm. So characters is just this huge, it's a different gene pool, it's a different species, it's a different everything. And I think these indie directors are doing a lot better job at delving into story, but putting in different characters than just the I'm Bruce, which I love the Die Hard movies, but the stereotypical I'm a cop. I mean, come on. They came out with scary movie. They came out with epic movie. There was a whole time period of yeah. movies that they were just mocking that that gene pool. Yeah. But these indie directors are coming in and really delving into characters and changing it. And I, I'm I'm really liking this. And James Gunn, I hope he succeeds. I really do because he is an indie director. And let's face it, he's in a better off place than we are. He's making boot boot <laughs> amounts of bucks, and he has a chance because he is an indie director. And I'm pretty sure a lot of his indie stuff has has done really well. And I want him to succeed. And I think that's what I think that's a good thing that Hollywood is reaching into these smaller gene pools saying, hey, do this. Yeah. And it's showing profit because you get someone that can do that well, like Colin Trevorrow. And let's even say James Gunn. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's a good thing. But they came out with a new Die Hard. It made, it made money. But let's face it. Did it – James Gunn and Colin Trevorrow had the two top grossing movies in the past two years. Hmm. So they're, at least, they're making money, but they're, are they breaking records? No. These indie directors are coming in. Chris Nolan, what used to be an indie director, now he's not, but he's right. still he still broke records. So yeah, they're gonna get those these little cash cows, these little oh, little things that are just gonna like oh. But then you have these monstrosest movies. I don't even know that word <laughs> 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 to actually make them money. 
and I think that that's a good way to, uh, Hollywood needs to go is 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 either bring in the older ones, I mean the newer ones to kind of do this and get James Michael Bay out because mm. they're like, oh Michael, yeah, Bay, Michael Bay, you know, look yeah. at look at Transformers. Yeah, you look at Transformers, but. Everyone hated the last one, and everyone hated the one before that. I, I hated all of them except for one. Yeah, one was a... Oh, I loved one. Yeah, it was one great. Was so good. And I love The Island. Like, those were Michael Bay movies that were good, but I was also in high school. I didn't care about anything. Now I'm yeah. a little bit older, and I want to see good characters. And now I've, I've seen... Like, I used to talk to my dad. My dad used to be like, oh, it's the same old movie. And I'd be like, what are you talking about, Dad? <laughs> this movie has... It's different, though. He pulled a Yubi. Yubi's like, oh, but it's different, though. <laughs> no, it's not different. It's the same exact thing. But my mind when I was younger. Now I'm older. I'm like that's the same exact thing. I'm, I'm, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. Now I want to see things that are character driven, great storylines, and doesn't sacrifice anything for the sake of a joke. Yeah. And that's what I want. And I think James Gunn has the potential to do it, but I think Colin Trevorrow executed it better out of the two movies. That's just me. I'm sorry. I cut you off earlier. When that's fine. Indie no, what I was gonna say because you were saying they wanted to pull out of these these indie directors and get things going. And we mentioned District Nine being awesome. Oh yeah, that's another little indie another director. one. Yeah, but yeah. I, also, I also wanted to say that's what that's exactly what they did with him. They gave him Neil. Yeah, because well, they wanted him to do Halo. Exactly. They, yeah. they they said you write and direct three movies. Show us what you can do, and we will hand you the Halo franchise, the mm-hmm. whole the whole gauntlet. Mm-hmm. This is like one of the biggest video games to ever hit. Oh yeah, and then we'll give you the movie. Yeah. So he came District Nine, Elysium, and Chappie. Yeah. District Nine easily doing the best of the three. Yeah. Actually, Chappie did the worst of the three. Yeah, which I, is disappointing. I think Chappie was better than Elysium, but really? I yeah, liked I like Elysium a lot. I but Elysium. I think Chappie was better um, for the emotional ride it gives you. Elysium was awesome because it was you know really action packed. I like Matt Damon. Yeah. The idea of the movie was cool, um, and also movies that like stand out. There's there's those those big directors. You got Steven Spielberg. And you got all those big ones that you know if they come out with a movie, people would like it. But then there's those those little movies. I know you didn't. I, I was I was talking to you on the way over here. Those little movies that that stand the test of time kind of thing, except for, like, Richard Donner and stuff like that. But look at the Italian job. Mm-hmm. That director, he was, like, a one... He was he was kind of, like, a one-hit wonder, but that was a great movie. He was an indie director. Mm. And people were like, that was a great movie because it was different because it delved into different characters because there's a different way of looking at it. A new person has a new pair of glasses to look at a script. His... Ca- like, the, the people that he brings around him, his, his... Well, not producers. Producers usually bring on directors, but, like, the director will bring on, like, uh, the... Uh, set design and all those things they have a new way of looking at things and they execute it and it's different people like different they love the same but they also like the different kind of a thing so i i think it's a it's a good thing like jason pointed out that these hollywood people are bringing these directors like colin gunn mm. neil and just just to execute these great great stories and they're making a lot of money district nine made a lot of money um but they're not it, it they're, was also like, i think one of the first movies to really execute. It's a movie, but it's a documentary in a movie. Yeah, and it, and it peels away from the documentary halfway through the movie. Yeah. And it was very well made that it was seamless. I, 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 I had to go back and rewatch the movie because I wanted to make it a, a, a mental note in my head that when did they stop making the movie inside mm-hmm. of a movie? You yeah. know, making yeah. a documentary inside of a movie? It's, it, and it, it was seamless. That was the one thing about Chappie when you see it. I was a little disappointed in because they opened the movie with a documentary style. They're, they open it kind of like that. Hmm. And then it, it, it ends pretty quickly and goes right into the movie, which was good because I, I, I wanted to be into the movie more. But it, it would have been nice to see a little bit of more of the um, documentary side of it, people sitting down talking about it, the event that happened. Mm. That would have been nice to see. But then I guess maybe they didn't want to go into it too much like that and make it feel too District 9. Mm. Mm. <laughs>